What's happening, guys? It's James, and on this podcast, we're looking at the literally epic Gears of War, how the idea came about, what went into building the universe, and what the following is like now. Welcome to Arcade Attack. <laughs> A retro gaming podcast for up to four players. Sonic Boom! Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, it's James, and we've got another episode of the Arcade Attack podcast. Guys, I have got with me Dylan. Why do you always talk to me when I'm eating? <laughs> why? Because you, why are you eating? always eating. That's why I'm talking to you. I love food. This is true. I love food. Dylan currently <laughs> sponsored by Mr. Kipling. Oh no, in fact, it's not. It's Lidl. It's Mr. Fippling. Mr. Fake. <laughs> Mr. Fake Kipling. Mr. Careful. <laughs> so Dylan's eating. So we're I'm, eating. On. I'm here though. We're professional. And <laughs> Keith. Hello. I was just eyeing up Dylan's lemon slice. <laughs> that, was very, that was a very James May. <laughs> Hello. Hello. <laughs> and we've got Adrian. I'm still part of the furniture. I'm back. I've been renovated. I was away for a bit. I've we come back. Adrian, Adrian, Adrian the cushion wallet. <laughs> yeah. Adrian, the seat cover. No, we replaced, back, replaced this stuff in. And... <sighs> Guys, I feel like I, I need some kind of sound effect thing going on here because I need a drum roll, but I'm sure I can get one of you to do that a bit later on. <laughs> It's time to talk about, in my opinion, one of the biggest, baddest, most action-packed and explosive games of the last 20 years. Oh. It's one of my all-time favourites, and it continues to be a huge crowd-pleaser today. The game I'm referring to, and that what we're going to talk about today, is Gears of War. Oh, yes. Yes. Known from this point on as, just as Gears. Just as Gears. We are going to abbreviate, purely because we don't need to say it every time. Although I might just throw the odd Gears of War in there. Look, <laughs> <The> Clarkson-esque <laughs> Gears of War. It was released. Here we go. This is the bit where I make you guys yeah. feel old again. We all feel no. old. Is it a retro game? That's what I want to know. Well, no, don't, don't go there. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> well, just about. Well, maybe if. <laughs> Maybe not, I don't know. November 2006. Now we are yeah. a fast approaching 16 years ago. I'll allow yeah. it. Like that. <laughs> yeah. That, me, that gift. I'll allow it. Yeah. We're, we're approaching 16. <laughs> Thanks for that. We're appro- yeah, approaching 16 years ago, which is hard to believe cause mm. when most people um, know it as something visually stunning and, and, and you know, et cetera, et cetera. But yeah, it was in fact released 16 years ago. So. In this pod, I'm of course going to talk all things Gears Universe, but particular focus on the first game, naturally. How on earth did this game world become realised? You know, what was the aim of the game and, and why was it and is it so popular? Yeah, We're going to rewind all the way back to the start. Now, we know that some games, they, they have you know a few years in development, um, ideas float about, you know, people kind of come in, leave, etc., etc., but you guys have obviously seen, heard of Gears, played Gears mm-hmm. on and off, maybe old school, maybe played it recently, et cetera, et cetera. We'll, we'll come to that in a bit. But we all know it as, as the distinctive third-person, gritty, heavy-duty, dark, foreboding style, mm. yeah? Mm-hmm. So it may come as a surprise to many that it was never actually going to look like this at all. Mm. Yeah? Not at all. In fact, very, very different. Mm. The original concept, floated for Gears, takes us all the way back even further. 22 years. Boy. 2000. 
Wow. Yeah, six years before it was released. Yeah, Epic Studios were looking at new ideas to run. In addition to, does anybody know what else big they had out at the time? What had been Epic, released? I don't no Epic. No, I'm going to hit myself on mm. it. Unreal Tournament. Oh, of course, oh. that was their big. Yeah. Yeah. Good game. Huge I used to play release. that a lot on the PC. Very cool game. Huge release. Um, pretty much, uh, very much responsible for the kind of team deathmatch type, uh, the, you know, battles that we Jumping know now. the jeeps and stuff, remember? That's it. So fun. Um, yeah, all the way back in, in, in 2000. But yeah, Unreal Tournament um, was already released and the sequels um, that were naturally going to follow it because it was such a big success. And the first concept um, of what Gears would actually uh, become had a mix of characters and robotic mechs competing okay. in closed arenas. Now, when mm. you think Gears, yeah. what do you think? So think of some classic games, one in particular. Well, it sounds robotic and metally and... Yeah. Metal Gear? Is this a bit Metal Gear Solidy? Well, it's Metal Gear. Or Metal Gear, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'll come on to it in a bit. But oh, just the think NES, along those the lines. The NES game. So we, yeah, or the, so um, okay. the one that was also we're, on we're the NES. So mechs yeah, yeah, actually not too far away from from you know what the what the game was going to be. Yeah. So it was shortly after this that the game was shelved mm. uh, as work on the Unreal Tournament series was taking priority. Yeah. You know, you you put all your, cu- your eggs in that basket. It's making you money. Yeah, of course. Um, massive fan base. Mm-hmm. People loving the deathmatch element. Yeah, that's great. Of fun. course. Yeah. You're blasting things. You're running and gunning. Absolutely loving it. So when the team came back to the plans and ideas, the industry had shifted a bit, um, and it was very much going in the direction of single player games. Mm. There was a lot of a lot of um, <clears throat> focus around that so they needed a change of direction um and most of the original plans were completely scrapped so everything that had, had, had kind of been mooted and everything that was just like no we, we can't really work with this some ideas were still there um but uh, most of it was shelved so producer rod ferguson stated um that the game that was then going to be based in the horror genre and it was taking heavy influence from Resident Evil 4. Wow. Which nice, game doesn't nice, get nice, by that game? Well, so much I know, I know Keith was going to love this bit because <laughs> we we mentioned this on the Resi 4 yeah. uh, pod. So influential. Um, and, and Gears was mentioned. Um, no. And rightly so. And, and um, Rod Ferguson has out and out said that yeah. it was originally going to be horror genre and he wanted to base it on, you know, the Resident Evil 4 feel yeah. and look. And why not? Mm. I mean, massive, massive game, yeah? Mm. There was also a romance subplot, this will make you laugh, which was almost also mooted, um, but it was dropped whilst the yeah. team worked through other ideas. Possibly why. Probably yes. Right choice, yeah. <laughs> they, they kind of didn't think that that would work. So as things took shape with fresh ideas, lead designer Cliff Blazinski, uh, drew direct inspiration from three already successful games and their mechanics. Anybody know? Anybody? I mean, we've got one, of Resident course. Resident Evil 4. Um, yeah. Gear. I want to no, say Half-Life. <laughs> okay. Half-Life. Definitely Half- Half-Life 2. I think Half-Life 2 came around that time. Mm-hmm. 2006. Anyone know any sort of cover shooter games? Well, think, think, think prior 2006, yeah. obviously, because yeah. 2006 was, was, was released. <clears throat> so, in reality... Um, Cliff Brzezinski has, has been in several interviews saying that there was a, a lot of different games that he drew yeah. influence on, but there's three in particular. So Resident Evil 4 for the camera angles and the feel and mm-hmm. the control system. Yeah. Okay. Um, we then had the second was the use of tactical cover system, um, much like that in the 2000 release Kill Switch. Anyone remember Kill Switch? Yeah. I, um, my it. mate John, remember Kill John? Kill Dot Switch. Yeah. Dot. He used to bring, it was that a PS2 game, wasn't it? 
Yeah. He used to bring it around mine and he's like, check this game out. I'm like, what is it? It's Art's Kill Switch. Really true story. very different. Um, true story. Very much. But very much a cover and fire kind of yeah. game. Yeah. And really, really yeah, wide. Well last um, long. So I used to go, duh, duh, duh. Yeah, oh, I'm dead. To stand up. But, but, but then, but then that, it, that, that sort of, um, works on the flip side to Unreal Tournament because Unreal Tournament was very much, you know, there is no cover. No, you just, just run a gun. Yeah. Um, the third was Bionic Commando. No, oh, I've heard of that. I remember um, Bionic Commando. It was a yeah. NES game, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Not he's a... got the, the robotic arm and he couldn't Correct. jump. He couldn't jump, but he could only use his stretchy arm to hook onto different platforms. Mm, sounds yeah. interesting. Oh, um, it's a good game. Compared... There was a, yeah. Sorry, go on. No, yeah. there was a, a, like a remake of it on modern consoles a few years ago. Correct. Uh, 2010, 2011, I think. Yeah, like a few years mm. ago. Yeah. Um, but the, uh, he was essentially comparing the transition from cover to cover, similar to that of swinging from platform to platform oh, in the game. Oh, okay. I so can with, see that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and you had to sort of, that was like an integral part of the game. Yeah. Otherwise, you couldn't get anywhere. No. Yeah. So, <clears throat> uh, even the name is um, a big nod to one of Cliff Brzezinski's own personal gaming influences, Metal Gear from 1987. Mm. Ah. Yeah. Um, also, in addition, an honourable mention was given to Legend of Zelda. Oh. Huh? Yes. <laughs> For the game. Huh? Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. Yes. Yes. You, you wouldn't believe it, but here it is. You heard it first. Um, because of the game's storytelling, world building elements, and underground constructs. And I can feel the warm glow radiating from Adrian's it's direction. It's been too long since we've mentioned so, the Z word. Well, I haven't mentioned the Z word some, for many months. Some, yeah, some you say you're a fan. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, so, the result of those influences, along with Cliff Bazinski's vision uh, and drive, gave birth to a squad based cover and fight tactic system ah. that took elements from elsewhere and reinvented them into a beautifully smooth and proactive shooting and fighting experience for gamers. Mm. Uh, they had composer Kevin Reeple, um, who penned the game's incredibly immersive soundtrack, mm. and that adds several more layers to the title, and it, and in its own right became critically acclaimed. Um, uh, and I don't know if anyone's, uh, you know, if, if you're on any of the streaming services or whatever, have a listen, yeah? Really, really impressive um, pieces of music. So in-game, we saw at first glance a relatively limited number of uh, weapons, but each boasting multiple uses. So that, coupled with several explosive ordnance options, saw players having, in reality, stacks of choice over mm -hmm. the desired loadouts. Um, we're going to look a lot more at that later on and the mechanics of, of the um, system. And I can't wait to talk about. I just want to say I love it when you play FPS games and you've got a gun that has dual purposes. Yeah, I, I love it in Doom, like the new Doom game. Uh, it can do certain things, different things, and I, I think it's just more fun that way. It, it, it's it was part of the, the the development from from the start. You know, they were looking yeah. at they don't just want you know a pistol. Mm. Uh, and I will talk about that a little bit more later on. But it's it's the whole part about the tactics and yeah. where this was born from. Yeah, so. That we've dipped our toes into that, but I'm going to ask you about cost. I'm going to ask you a question Ooh. without you looking at my notes. So, how much do you think it costs to produce such a beefy title? Well, so, I'm going to give you an idea. Okay. Here are a few from the noughties. Okay. We've got Final Fantasy IX from 2000. How much do you think that cost in terms of initial sort of uh, um, amounts? We're talking about development stage. We're not talking about marketing and all that so sort of stuff. This is triple A titles. I'm going to say 100 million. <laughs> So you're not far off from the final figure, but 40 million is in fact the upfront development cost right. for that one. Yeah, Halo mm. Two, 100 million. <laughs> Halo Two was actually almost double that for market and everything. Yeah, wow. 40 million again. Call of Duty Modern Warfare Two, 2009. Ooh, 80 million. 
50 million. 50 yeah? million. So actual okay. development cost, yeah, development mm. cost, probably not as quite, quite high as you think. Mm. However, all of the other bits that go into it, yeah. it goes stratospheric. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you, I mean, you yeah. can have a look at this on online if you want to do a bit of, um, you know, cost trivia and stuff. It's some of the numbers are high watering in terms of marketing alone. Yeah. Um, gears, 10 million. No Wicked. way. What? No, I don't That's believe really it. For a game that looks like you, that you, as well. You missed a few zeros, mate. I did. I, you, I, do you know what? I had to check it. I had to actually wow. check it. I mean, it's cir- circa 10 million. They so made that game for 10 million. They made the game for 10 million. Wow. So the development cost was, yeah. was for 10 million. So Jeez. in actual fact, at any one time, only 20 to 30 people actually worked on the game. Yeah. Well, that's a small team. Now that's what? tiny compared to, you know, some of the, the yeah, big yeah, titles. Yeah. It's tiny. The, that's the mm-hmm. development team. Um, I do have to make a bit of a, a, a admission, though. So although we've said 10 million for production cost, there is possibly a slight caveat to it. It doesn't include the cost of developing and launching the Unreal Engine 3. Now, I don't know if you know about this. This was essentially created to render gears. Ah. Yeah, so Unreal Engine, I don't know if you've seen any of the latest stuff on this. I think they're up to number five now. The visuals are very indistinguishable from real life. Yeah. Uh, You look at these shots... There's a, free, there's yeah. a free um, Matrix one that they've done on the PS5. It's unbelievable. It, it's, so it's, it's, it's exciting to it's see scary. where, game, where games are headed. They, they've remade um, Breath of the Wild on what they've oh, shown. I, I, this pitch, I can't Isn't believe it. Unbelievable. it yeah. I, it's still got the Zelda feel, but it's so yeah. sharp. I'm like, what is yeah. this? There, there's it, it's, there's loads of stuff on it now, and there's there's a couple of there's one in particular that got me, and it was a picture of like. Um, like like a almost like Grand Canyon mm. style uh, rock faces and stuff like that. I, my mind was saying to me, "This isn't real." It it, it was playing total tricks on me because it looks like a, it looks like a, yeah. a, someone's done a video. Yeah, the shadowing and the sharpness and the way everything reacts. It's off the chart. Times. Now, yeah. bearing in mind, they were up to number three at this point. Well, they weren't because they had to invent it yeah. basically for gears. Um, but I suppose they could sell that on to other developers. Ah. Ah. <laughs> Agent's on the ball. It's a dev ah. tool, isn't it? Unreal yeah. Engine is a dev tool. It, it, it's probably made it more money than any of the games they've it's made. Huge, no, the, the Unreal Engine so name many games alone. built with it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's crazy. It was, of course, used to create several <laughs> other um, games, but Gears was the very first um, released <clears throat> having used that engine purely because they they refused to make it with anything less than Unreal Engine three. So they had to invent a new <laughs> engine for this game. Yeah. So the cost. I was probably unknown, I would say, because you got the cost of that going. Well. If you're but, listening, <laughs> tell us. But it, can, you know, can you say that that's a cost purely for Gears or it's other games as well? Wow. So yeah, anyway, yeah, they would have made loads of other games with it, and plus they would have sold it. Sold and obviously, it, yeah. they got the there is a fee professionally using yeah. Unreal Engine and stuff. So there. Well, I said that's not. I said that's break even. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but ten mil just for the basic dev. When it comes, when when you've got 40, 50, 60 mil for you know, so there you go. So another huge coup for the game was um, that it became entirely responsible for Microsoft changing the amount of memory shipped in the Xbox three hundred and sixty. That is cool. Yeah, wow. from the original two hundred and fifty six meg to five twelve, the team at Epic showed Microsoft execs the visuals with the two hundred and fifty six. It was meant to be shipped with compared to the five twelve. So based on that, they did like a they did like a soft launch behind closed doors. And they showed Microsoft execs, um, and it was just a no-brainer. Um, they upped the memory and shipped it, and it cost 
I mean, I don't have the official figure, but I've got several places saying it cost anything up to an additional billion dollars <laughs> um, because they had to take all of the well, 360s. Bill Gates, want it? It'll be at least yeah. change. Don't worry about all it. All of the 360s and up the chips, double the chips. We're not talking just a bit. We're, we're doubling the memory. Yeah, because otherwise it wouldn't have handled the game. Mm. That's um, mad. It's crazy. Mark Rain, so the chief financial officer at Epic at the time, then proudly stated, we did, we've did we just done a favour for a billion gamers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, no, fair um, play to him. It did restrict the number of consoles available at launch. Mm. I don't know if anyone... I, I mean, I remember getting the 360 on launch day and I, I'd had it pre-booked for God knows how long. Um, but, it, yeah, they were tight on stock. Um, but it meant that Gears and other titles could run at 720p. Which nice. at that point wasn't no, being done. unusual. Yeah. So, some firsts already. I mean, you're talking about billion dollars being. St- I mean, I, you know, it's eye watering, isn't it? <laughs> so, those of you that have played it, do you enjoy the story? I did. Because um, you said you wanted to do a pod on it. I was like, I, I heard about it. I never really seen much of it before. So I said, so I said, how can I play it? And then it's on the PC, apparently. It is. And I was like, how do I play it on the PC? I had to download an Xbox app and then make a Microsoft account. I had to link this to this. <laughs> Hashtag because Microsoft, yeah. And I had COVID at the time, so my brain was a bit fuzzy. <laughs> but but I didn't. I wasn't allowed to go to work, so I needed a game to play. And I eventually got it working, and I got the remastered PC version. Yeah. Did you get Game Pass? No, it says you can get it, you can <laughs> get it on Game Pass, Is or you can again? buy it separately. But I don't know how you get Game Pass on my PC. I'm not very good at Game he Pass. You had COVID. Leave him alone. You did have COVID. You, <laughs> no. can get, you can get PC Game Pass. Yeah, I know you can. Yeah. But, I, but I didn't get it, so I just bought it for £7. That's right, yeah. It's the same price as it is on the Xbox. But it's you say seven... £3. Seven Although you would have got everything else. Well, oh, no. <laughs> no if I buy Game Pass, then I have to lock into a contract for a year or something. No. No. Why didn't I get it on Game Pass then? What we need to stop it. Once again, once again yeah, I, have to, I have to apologise to everyone listening. Once again, Dylan's hijacked the pod yeah, with, with hashtag Game Pass. Yeah. So I'm an idiot, basically. No! Right, anyway, I'm getting this back on track. Well, shush your noise. But I've got the remastered PC version, which I think got... came out in 2015. Yes, correct. And I don't know if you got it there, but I think the reviews when it first came out, the remastered version was quite poor. Mm-hmm. But the one, the version I got, obviously they've had updates and improvements, so it worked very well for me. It, it's a funny, old, it's a funny old story of of, of of how it kind of originally was a bit right. panned, and then anyway. So I'm going to get this is you know for someone who's not played this before, um, it, it's incredibly immersive, and I'm going to be as concise as I can. But these are the must knows, yeah. And I'm telling you now. This will make a great movie someday. Yeah. <laughs> Dwayne yeah. The Rock Johnson. Hello. Yeah, please hurry up and make it. <laughs> yeah. No, do you know what's happening? Yeah, because it's not that no, old. It's no. not as it is. No. Mm. No. Just to put that to bed, the, the reports, there was a thing come out that said um, The Rock is basically making uh, a film about a game that's like the most badass game ever, right? yeah. and it turns out to be Call of Duty. Yeah. Oh, man, can I show us Golden Axe? That'd be good, dude. That would be something to get on board with. Anyway, <laughs> so we've dipped our toes into the Gears of War swimming pool, but what's it all about? Who are the characters? Where's the story set? What's going on? What are you fighting for? Yeah, what's the aim of the game? That's yeah. what you know. So it's set on the planet of Sarah. Yeah, now this is not Sarah. Yeah, so they didn't just sit there and go, is it Sarah, Karen, Julie? Yeah, it's Sarah, S-E-R-A. Yeah. Um, so for all its quirks, it's not too dissimilar to Earth in appearance, population, history, etc. One of the biggest planets, planet's biggest issues, sorry, they face is that the sourcing of a clean energy alternative. Sound familiar? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so much. 
So when they discover a substance called emulsion, which appears to answer their prayers, things look very much on the up. Mm. However, over the next few years, they become very divided. Um, some countries hoarding it, some using great quantities of it, and some countries unable to obtain any at all, Okay, causing, as you can imagine, a hell of a lot of friction. It sounds a bit like... Um the spice in, in the June uh, movies, mm, games, yeah. Absolutely. books, etc. Absolutely. Yeah. So then comes a pivotal split. Um, essentially, they the, the two sides, that, that those that have and those that haven't got, those that have call themselves the Coalition of Ordered Governments, a.k.a. the COG. Oh. And those who have not COG gears, get it? Yeah, I got it. Uh, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no one can give me any signals. There. I was like, please, go ahead. And those who have none forming the UIR, so Union of Independent Republics. The conflict that ensues becomes known as the Pendulum War, and the UIR eventually lose out to the COG, but not without many cities being burned to the ground and other areas left in ruins. This war goes on for 79 years. Wow. Um, and eventually ends in a, a short piece for six weeks um, <laughs> because uh, um, UIR have, have basically had enough and said, you know, we give up. Um, we we'll sign a peace treaty, etc. Um, and after those six weeks, what happens? Uh, what do you think happens? Who is the enemy in the games? The, 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 the oh, horde. Indeed. Emergence Day. Yeah? That's it, yeah. Do we know what, what, what are you thinking when I say Emergence Day? A little bit like Independence Day. Well, they come out of the ground. They come out yes. of the ground. Oh, Don't yeah. they attack like, Not cities Bill all around the world? Stand on the back of a truck going... Today we serve <laughs> um, So Emergence Day saw savage hordes of enormous, powerful, vicious beasts known as the Locust. The Did they locust know these existed horde. before? No. Oh, okay. Uh, they appear from the very bowels of the planet who immediately began the systematic destruction of the human race. So to give you an idea just how savage they were, they wiped out a quarter of humans on the planet on day one. Oof. Mm. Yeah. Um, it takes a whole year of sustained and bloody fighting for the cog to come to the conclusion they need to do something a bit drastic. Um, drastic is exactly what they managed. So they effectively came up with the solution of firebombing the surface <laughs> of the planet to get rid of these locusts, yeah? So they get a load of, of humanity, loads of humans, um, race them into various different places, but in particular the Jacinto Plateau and the uh, massive city of Ephira. And they use a weapon called the Hammeru Oh, I love that <laughs> weapon. Yes. I'll explain more later on. But good it, needless to say, this essentially for those that don't know um is a laser firing orbital satellite capable of just endless amounts of destruction um it's just the coolest weapon in any game ever. again yeah <clears throat> you can do a similar thing in a, in a command and conquer game i can't remember what it, which one it is but you know there's that, that sort of strategy yeah. element and you can bring that big laser oh it's so cool That's so it. i don't know if they've got some inspiration from those games as well i, I don't doubt it yeah i absolutely don't doubt it because as i say cliff presents has been very open about having influences from ever this isn't a case that oh we've created something completely new and unique yeah. and original yeah. they've actually he's actually openly stated look i've taken this i've taken this and taken this but created something that's yeah. independent in its own right that Correct, makes sense yeah 100 um so <clears throat> such was their hasty operation ended up wiping out scores of locusts yay but also millions of innocent civilians in the process nay bad <laughs> some survivors did emerge from the carnage and they became known as the stranded who as you can imagine were just a little bit cheesed off with the cog for <laughs> basically pressing the just button a bit, bit sooner than they should <laughs> so here's the rub 
Hammer of Dawn uh, strike that were meant to wipe out the Locusts were not as much of a roaring success as they'd hoped. Right, yeah. Which is a bit of a downer, really, when you've got mm. the most powerful weapon in human history and you, you don't really do the damage that you should. Locusts reformed, once again attacked, and this time they attacked the city of Ephira, where everyone was uh, basically holed up, causing the war to continue and the city's future to hang in the balance, defended only by the Cog's infantry force... The Gears. Yes. Oh. And we know who these guys are. So this is where the main character, what's his name? Do you know his name? Uh, Come on, Adrian. Oh. Come on, Adrian. Even I can remember. Come on, I can't play the end about 15 Marcus, years. I mean, yes. Marcus what? Is, is it Marcus? Marcus what? Marcus Gear Man. Marcus Gear. Marcus Tactics. <laughs> Phoenix. Yes. Keep but not spelt Phoenix. No. no. Not for Enix. Not for Enix. <laughs> yeah. Actually, F E N. He's got a jaw like Desperate Dan, hasn't he? <laughs> yeah. I think even Desperate Dan would be a little bit um, <laughs> envious of that. But Marcus Phoenix makes his debut in the thick of battle in Ephira. So his father um, was, is a renowned, uh, renowned scientist who was one of the creators of the Hammer of Dawn. Um, he contacts his son Marcus and he states that he had something of the utmost importance to give him for the cog. I won't tell you what that is. You'll have to play the game. So upon hearing it, what does he do? What does he do? Does he stay and fight? Or does he does he go? Um, I just... Yeah, he's he went, abandons his post. Yeah, he does, doesn't he? Yeah, and he makes his way to his father's mansion. So the, the fool's errand ends up with the mansion collapsing onto Adam and a fear of falling into locust hands due to the absence of their best soldier. He's sentenced to 40 years in the slab. Oh, yeah, he's in jail. Yeah, start, start, yeah, that's right, yeah. 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 I had COVID, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Are we just going <laughs> to... COVID brain. So, fortunately, if you can call it that, uh, four years into his sentence, the locusts actually attack the slab, um, whereby orders are given to pardon all prisoners under the circumstances. Obviously, they've got nothing left. Mm. They need, you know, soldiers. And they've got one of their best uh, locked up. So here we see Dom Santiago, an old friend and squad mate of Marcus, arrive on scene with Gears armour and a weapon and the trusty Lancer, yeah, which is the main weapon of the Gears. They fight their way out of the prison and eventually rendezvous with the Cog and immediately get drafted back into duty as part of Delta Squad, where we see a bit of a ragtag bunch of guys. Old grumpy general, remember? We've got, yeah, old grumpy general, in fact. We've got Damon Baird, who's a bit of a joker, a bit of a tech expert. Um, pretty much hates everybody and likes everyone to know it as well. But he's a bit of a joker, so that's all right. Uh, Min Young Kim, really, really uh, top soldier, chisel jawed, very tough. Anthony Carmine, bit of a weakling. Um, his whole family's been in gears, so he just has to be in gears essentially. And um, the outrageously cocksure Augustus Cole, aka the Cole Train. Oh, I like him. <laughs> the Cole Train <laughs> is the best character ever. He's my favourite. Yeah, <laughs> crazy. Um, so the mission Delta Squad have before them is to obtain an item called a Sonic Resonator, and it maps the underground hollows and tunnels of the Locust. Uh, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. Still with me? Yeah. All right. And essentially, they then build a big bomb called a light mass bomb, and they want to then take it down into the hollows to destroy. It's, it's like Armageddon, isn't it? You couldn't just blow the... You had to go inside it. You had to drill it. Mm. But, well, how does it work? Though? How do they go about it? Where do they go? What do they do? Do they? Do, 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 I'm not going to tell you. Oh. Yeah. But essentially, <laughs> they've got a queen and they've got the army. Yeah. They need to destroy it. That's the way they think they're going to do it. That's good does plan. it work? Does well, it pan out? Well. How do they get the bomb? Who we know? You'll have to play it. Yeah. Take a breath. Take a breath. Take a breath. So gameplay, Adrian, or, or Keith, in fact. What gimme give gimme give in a nutshell what your kind of experience of, of, of the basic gameplay was. 
Yeah, because I expect it to be all guns are blazing, run around like it gives Rambo. You that impression, mm. It does. When, when you see like the clips and just the trailer and stuff, and you just get that feel for it. But it's a bit cleverer than that, I think. Mm. So there, there is strategy involved. You can't. You have to. It's a lot of ducking and diving, and you, it's a lot of. Play, you have to go go around stuff, and you have to press space bar and sort of look around and jump over. Mm-hmm. Company jump probably sort of hop over. That's it. Um, and just headshots and just aim. You can either sh- you can run and shoot. Or you can sort of get your sort of... Um, it's more of an FPS game, can't you? You can mm-hmm. press a button, and it feels like an FPS over the shoulder more FPS game. So it's a weird mixture. It, it is a bit... It, is, it takes a bit of getting used to. Yeah. Because mm. the cameras do work very quickly. Yeah. Um, I don't, Keith, I don't know if you... you yeah, it was, the, well, it was the first time I'd ever played like a, a cover shooter where you had that mechanic. And that was quite... That was really cool. Like, obviously, I was used mm. to like Resident Evil 4, that kind of yeah, gameplay. Yeah, yeah, but actual proper, you know... Taking cover, you know, yeah, I mean, yeah. this, you know, the squad mates as well. That was a different That's right. element as well in a single player game that I wasn't used to. It, it's 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 got, and this is this is that weird balance where it, they they wanted to take heavy inspiration from other else elsewhere. Mm. You can go, oh, that's in so and so. Oh, they've got that from such and such, but it doesn't play like that. No, you don't go. Oh, this is just an elaborate, you know, mm. uh, alien based mm. uh, Resident Evil. Yeah. It is a game in its own right, which is, I think, very good. Not easy to do as well. So, as we've already touched on, the game takes inspiration from a few titles, um, but it does bring a bit of a, a fresh feel. It is quite a lengthy story, um, in actual fact. Five acts, 31 chapters. Yeah, wow. There are actually yeah, yeah, yeah. more available. There's a PC download uh, available as well that put in more chapters um, in the later acts as well. Oh, really? Um, bit of a mixed review on that. Um, and I think partly that's where some of those, what you said about it got a little bit panned. Um, because yeah, yeah. there's a very mixed bag of reviews around when they put the additional. Do you reckon I've played the additional in. ones? I can't remember how many. It, you could have done. I, I can't remember. I, it depends on which version you've got. But the idea was that the original game was, was so well put together in terms of the story that it, to some people, didn't make sense. Mm, they right. put the extra chapters in, in and it was a bit like, why, why do we have to go kind of out here yeah. when we're already on? But to someone downloading mm. and buying that, for the first time, obviously, wouldn't know any different. No, no, no. So that's where the mixed bag came from. Yeah, um, <clears throat> but generally, um, it, it, you know, the shipped the shipped version originally five acts, thirty one chapters in all. So quite long, um, and the chapters aren't just like two minute bang bang bang. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's you have to do quite a lot of stuff. So the combat system relies heavily on finding and using cover and flanking positions, which we've already said Adrian demonstrated very nicely for us with his little. Uh, what don't know what action man sequence there? Yeah, yeah. I should, it should be. We should be recording these on video. We should be, really. shouldn't we? I'll get yeah. some of those for the socials. We'll show you. <laughs> we'll do that. We'll get some photos. I'm now under the table. Yeah. <laughs> He's finding Take cover. Take cover, grenade. <laughs> so there's less focus on outright brute force and uh, charging and running and gunning, as we said earlier, because it just wouldn't work. Yeah, you run into a situation and you just get completely out mm. outflanked. So the action takes place uh, third person over the shoulder camera view. Multiple movement options. You can walk. You can do a road run uh which is that one you mentioned just now where you're scrambling you're, right? yeah you're, you're basically hunkered down and you're just going as fast as you mm, can yeah. yeah it's like a hunkered down sprint yeah. essentially you can slide to cover you can do uh, and you can do lunging rolls in any direction so you can literally die that way um which you will need to do mm. because there's lots of people who want to shoot you um i say people they're not people they're like a giant bald yeah, muscular <laughs> kind yeah. of orcish something yeah. um boss battles tough 
and also require you to think outside the box to hit weak areas um, and, and use alternative weapons to standard assault rifles. So you can't just go, yeah, I'm going to use my pistol the whole time or I'm going to use my lance the whole time. No, you have. This is where we talk about multiple yeah. uh, uses for a weapon. Mm. So um, I'll come on to weapons in a minute, but you, you do have to think what alternative kind of where can I go? Use the cover, etc., etc. Mm. Otherwise, it's just an unfair fight and you get splatted. <laughs> so battles with enemies take various forms: long range attacks, mid range gunfire from cover, flat out melee hits. Um, and if a gear becomes hurt, what happens? Oh, one of your buddies. Well, if you, if, if you yourself, so for example, if one of your characters, your character, your plane, that red circle thing, and Correct. it gets darker and darker, and if it gets too dark, you die. That's it. But if you just get, if you can stay out of fire a little bit, it sort of fixes itself. That's right. So essentially, yeah. it's it's like um, a lot of games use that now. Yeah, it's um, like Halo. They're basing on Halo. Halo Call of Duty heavily yeah. use this. Yep. Um, there's a bunch of other games that use it as so well. You don't need health. There's not really health. There's packs. no health. No. Weird, so, isn't you, it? so you have. So essentially, you have you have like a hidden health bar. Essentially, yeah. yeah. You could take so many. Yeah. Yes. And if you take X amount of yeah. hits or, 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 you know, one hit from this kind of weapon mm. or whatever, mm. you, you then deplete your health and you basically go down to like a kneeling position. Right. Yeah. So you go down essentially. Um, and you, you, you've got a, a blood filled cog tag, which is essentially a skull inside of a cog. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Which appears on your screen. It gets, you know, more red and more red, darker and darker. You can't, Obviously, don't want it to get too dark because then the whole screen turns red. You're finished. Yeah. Um, and the best part about it is you, you can crawl to safety behind cover or away from enemies, and squad mates can revive you. Now, the AI is actually quite clever. They they will prioritise getting to you and mm-hmm. and reviving you because they know that you know two hands is better than or four hands is better than two, etc. Well, you go around reviving other people yeah. as well, don't you? So, or, got- or this is indeed if you're playing, you know, the co-op which they've got on there, or you've got the multiplayer, etc. You can um, then go and revive well, no, your own teammate. Even in one even player, in one player you, so, you end up like, picking them up and stuff. Oh, don't sorry, you? yes, you can revive down. other squad mates. Mm. Yes, absolutely. Right. Press C, and this is where press C. You- <laughs> <laughs> no one has ever played Gears like this. <laughs> no. Press the space bar. Press space bar. I was like, man, that's why. No, I don't play the controller. With a classic, I know, mate. It's a man. And that's why I got really angry because didn't uh, your James like use your chainsaw? I'm like, I'm not sure what my chainsaw button is. Is it F1, F2? <laughs> so I didn't, my chainsaw wasn't one out, basically. So I don't know. What, I tried to use a chainsaw, but, but when you found it, oh boy! Why? I was like, just so a bit. If you if you can't get to a squad mate or they can't get to you, etc., etc., uh, a friendly locust will normally find their way over to you and deliver a finishing blow. Now this is usually a huge boot to the head, um, oh, crushing yeah. your face into pieces, <laughs> um, or a number of other ways of, of dispatching you. It's, it is horrendously violent. Mm. I'm not going to yeah. dress this up. Yeah. It, is it is well and truly uh, worthy of his 18 rating. <laughs> um, and this is not for kids in any no. way, shape, or form. No, this my, game my is, wife told me off, says, you shouldn't be playing that game with Tate around. It, it, it is... It is <laughs> Like gloriously violent. <laughs> no, you sh- no, she was right, but I but wanted to get to the boss. So no. <laughs> <laughs> you must finish the game. Is that in your your haze? Yeah, when you oh, it's COVID. That's <laughs> why. Yeah, COVID I mean. haze. Yeah, <laughs> dear, oh dear. So 
Um, despite talk of a somewhat tactical approach being required, don't be fooled because exchanges with with enemies and bosses are savage. Oh yeah, you can machine gun, pistol, bash, melee, chainsaw, explode, or even impale your enemies along with other methods of dispatch. Um, it, it's it really is. I mean, things like well, just to explain, Adrian. I mean, the, the assault rifles and the gunfire. It's it's brutal, isn't it? Because you you get like blood sprayed and oh. you get like bits coming off of it. I love it. And it and and. What about the chainsaw? And can you remember the chainsaw? I do remember the yeah. chainsaw. What do you remember of the chainsaw? I just remember blood everywhere. <laughs> yes, <laughs> the blood. It really is. No, it's, it's so much fun though when you can get up close I, I and use the chainsaw. I can't. For anyone who's not experienced this, it, 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 <laughs> I cannot stress to you enough that seven pound is very well spent on whatever platform you get it on, <laughs> purely for the chainsaw. Yeah, it's just so much fun because you you, you go up to your enemies and you can you mm. can have a chainsaw battle with them, but you can also like go up behind them yeah. and literally carve them off mm. like, between, between the legs <laughs> fantastic and it I don't know what it is it's, there must be some sort of sadistic thing running through it me or be, you yeah. or whatever very but. satisfying it reminds very me satisfying. of the, the Doom the, the, not the Doom Eternal but the, the, the recent Doom uh, 2016 one I think it is that chainsaw is pretty cool as well I the Doom chainsaw that, that is great I and mean, you can li- you can see a spot. It's not very pleasant, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, it's it's just it was so um, there was a lot of flack actually. Um, there was a lot of flack given um, at the time for the the idea of uh, and an that was just rifle. from the grenades. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <Hey>. Um, <laughs> but, but that was <laughs> like mm, I'm just going to sit here and stroke my chin and not say anything. But yeah, that was, um, that was the, the, the gun was never going to be in there because it was like people just said, "Well, you can't have an assault well, rifle with chainsaw on the front." Mm. And why Cliff basically said no I can. I can. yes I can yes, and I, I will can, yeah. <laughs> and I'm the boss so shush yeah. your noise yeah and I'm so glad he did say that because <laughs> it's just excellent but weapon slots in the game very simple yeah um, but very effective shift focus onto speed of weapon swap and the versatility of the weapon rather than having a huge arsenal of guns yeah, just yeah. scroll my mouse disc that's why I do this is not making any sense <laughs> I do apologise we have to translate yeah we have to translate um, you get four slots Two for primary weapons, one for a sidearm, uh, like a pistol, and one for grenades. Um, mm. And you can select those. And I've put D-pad directions on the controller, because originally it wasn't released on the PC. But for those PC users, how do you change weapon, Adrian? I use the mouse scrolly bit. You use know, the scroller, button. scroller mouse. The little uses the mouse scroller. twisty bit on the... The, sp- the spinny <laughs> bit. <laughs> yeah, good at those. Wait... Any listeners that play have played it with mouse and keyboard, I'd love to know. Yeah, defend me. PC Gears players, <laughs> let us know. Tell yeah. us on the socials, get in touch. <laughs> yeah. So what are the weapons? I'm not going to go through them all clearly because I've, I've got, you know, Dylan's going to eventually give me the hurry up signal. Yeah, look no, at no. his watch. So. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going. Too no, no. But I will give you some of the, the, <laughs> the, the headline ones, yeah, that everybody, the real crowd pleasers. So quick, concise rundown. Lancer, we've already mentioned yeah. it. It is a huge assault rifle, um, <clears throat> fully automatic assault rifle with a chainsaw attachment underneath. Um, essentially for those battles where carving your enemy in half is the only way forward. Yeah. Um, but it is ridiculously powerful as well. Uh, Nasha shotgun, big shotgun. Remember using that? It was good fun, but I always felt like I had to be close to him mm. to use it. So I was like, yes. Ah! <laughs> so I, I use it like long range gun weapons. I'm too scared of them. So. Well, this is this is the thing. So that so the Nasha shotgun, very heavy duty shotgun, and it had ridiculous stopping power, but at close range. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you get further than about ten feet, it will you go and even shoot a paper cup off a wall. Mm, yeah. yeah. 
Um, but a little tip for anyone that's that's new to it or is about to play it: run up to a locust, nice and close, press the trigger, thank me later. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it's almost—I say almost—as brutal as the chainsaw uh, uh, execution, but not not quite. But it's so good. Uh, boom shot. A large grenade launcher capable of decimating an enemy, uh, only obtainable by killing an eight-foot-tall marauding locust beast called, originally enough, a boomer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, boomer. Yeah. <laughs> and, and literally, he walks around going, boom, like that. That's right. He's, he's tough as nails, that guy. But, yeah, not original, but scary as hell. Yeah. But the scariness, I think, is in the simplicity. <laughs> he's literally just got this enormous, boom, boom. He ain't the sharpest tool in the shed, is he? But him and Nemesis would be good buddies, wouldn't they? Do you know what I mean? conversation of life and politics. <laughs> I haven't said stars for a long time. <laughs> Other own rap, rap group, couldn't they? But yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> boom, stars. Anyway, we'll move on. Um, so yeah, you have to kill him to take that off of him. Um, and he will, of course, try and shoot you with it. And if you get hit with it, it's good night, Vienna. You're done. You're finished. You're going back to the, the save point, checkpoint, whatever, because you're not going to survive that. Um, then you've got the hammer burst, which is the assault rifle of the locust foot soldier and drones. Um, you would think potentially inferior. Actually, no. Yeah, um, I always thought that gun was slightly better. Fires in a yes, indeed it is. is it? Fires in burst mode, and it deals very high damage at range. Um, most mm. people don't actually pick it up because they mm. think, "Oh, the enemy gun." Ooh, mm. No. Trying to touch that, wash my hands. Um, but no, it's it's very very powerful. And then you've got things called bolo grenades. I don't know. If, oh, just yeah. to give you, if those that haven't seen them, Adrian, what? G- just give us a. How do you describe that? Like not a, normal grenade. They look like almost. I know, like you know, slingshot things. I yeah, know, yeah, like, like, like a ball and chain. Yeah, and you've got that weird blue line you can use to. That's it, and it tells you where it's going to go. Exactly, it's very cool. Exactly, it is very yeah. cool, and they have again. As you would expect with Gears weapons, multiple uses, yeah? So this thing essentially is like a spiky ball on mm. the end of a bit of chain, and it has a handle. And instead of like a regular grenade where you pull a pin and you just throw it, this thing, they actually swing it round, yeah? Like a ball and chain, That's right, yeah. and then let it go. So you, you can get these things hell of a distance, right? And you do, you get a little arc uh, That's right, yeah. guide thing to throw it. What you can also do, which is brilliant, is you can lure uh, enemies into a certain area, and you can actually attach a grenade to, to any part of the map. Huh? Yeah. So any part of the scenery, I've done that. Wherever you run, yeah, the floor, a wall, uh, a bit of rock, anything, you can actually press a button, melee button with the grenade. Yeah. So on the Xbox, that'll be B for us. I don't know that. The red button. Button. That's yes. why I don't know yes. that. Sorry. Button. And Adrian is yet to find. <laughs> I the just button. press a random button. My keyboard. Adrian, your homework is to find the button to attach a grenade <laughs> to. Yeah. And what it does is it you you literally place it and it and it starts to sort of smoke, but it acts as a proximity mine. Oh, cool. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. I just, I just using them to fill in the holes. Yeah, that's what. Oh, they, yeah, did, did, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so explain the holes, Dylan. Go for it, Dylan. Because <laughs> the guys are coming out of the emergency holes. They're like, oh, see, the emergency holes. I'm like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> and they're like, I'll oh, pick these grenades up, throw them in there. And I use the bluey thing yeah. and throw them in there. Like, I feel very pleased with myself. It, it's done. It does. It just creates this enormous <laughs> like that. And yeah. They all just go. Huh! Well, it's then, sealed up now. And then, then no more locusts. <laughs> it. And then there's another hole that you have. That's to how you do potholes, I think. According to Council Big Potholes, I think, as well. <laughs> well <laughs> might as well. It'll probably end up being a smooth road. Keith, you know. Keith, you can whenever they do I one, another five. <laughs> 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 oh, man. Oh, God. So. Even even with thrown explosives, you've got you've got a, a, an alternative, yeah, which is pretty clever. So you can have loads of fun smashing a locust with these and a selection of other weapons. You've got pistols, uh, you've got a sniper, and you've got, of course, the hammer of dawn, which you can use in open play. 
Um, not at all points in the game because that'd just be too easy. Um, but you can use them to take down sort of larger locusts and things like that. <laughs> no, um, and it's, it's, used, so cool. it's used at several mm. points during the the game. Um, so you you know definitely uh, one to look forward to. But as we said earlier on, compared to some games that have stacks of guns, um, there's only really nine guns in the game mm. um, plus a choice of grenades and fixed emplacements so not that many no. really. that's all you need really um, well exactly this is it four slots and you've got nine guns nine main it guns it was always like um, nine ten back in the day that's just, plenty yeah. yeah you know I mean some mm. you say that now I mean you look at the likes of things like Call of Duty and stuff, ah. there's, there's a hundred guns yeah. like, and it's just yeah. too, too much too much man. I would have liked like a laser Overkill. or something mm. a laser yeah pew pew he wants a laser that's <laughs> what I would have liked <laughs> like a phaser gun like Demolition Man style Ready? No, yeah, or like a Gatling gun was pretty cool. You know, that's you, well, like a, you've got an emplacement. You've got an emplacement Gatling gun. Yeah, right. But you, you <laughs> haven't got. He wants to carry. One. Well, funnily enough, we'll, we'll, we'll deviate ever so slightly just for a second. In later games, you do actually get something called a mulcher, right? And there is something called a tri shot, which is um, think of like a boomer type locust, yeah, 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 but it's got like a huge chain gun. Okay, yeah, right. Um, that's that's they've taken the idea of the boom and then they've expanded it to to something called a mulcher and it's really weird it literally is like a manual gatling gun like this oh, you put okay. it on a wall and you literally wind it and <laughs> nice. it's it's bizarre you're thinking you've got all these well. modern technology and you're winding the gun <laughs> but it's damn powerful so yeah nine guns <clears throat> um but um each weapon has multiple uses across the course of the campaign and you can use as i say these different weapons in different environments and for different bosses and stuff so it is it is literally about thinking what you're going to do next it's not just i'm going to kill it with any weapon i've got mm. doesn't work yeah you have yeah. to move bosses to certain areas so you can use that tower rain of god thingy whatever you call it hammer of dawn <laughs> hammer of dawn <laughs> rain of god <laughs> okay. right, that's it. I'm writing that down. Rain of, of God. Something like that, but it's probably you have to get you have to get the enemy in the right place. It's cool, isn't it? You do. You have to yeah. sometimes lure them in. Um, so, so moving on to. <laughs> <laughs> this is brilliant. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. The rain of God. I still got COVID brain in this. <laughs> 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 You see one of the players saying, you've got to kill this boss. You've got the rain of God on you. Holy <laughs> water everywhere. Oh, no. Oh, that's the end. Yeah. Oh, man. The rain of God. Oh, right. Com- compose yourself, Jones. That's going to make me laugh all the way home now. So throughout the story, we're going to have a quick look at, quick, quick look at the, the enemies. Players will encounter an array of hideous, muscular, and extremely powerful enemies to try and get past. These are the likes of drones and foot soldiers. Six foot tall, muscular, pale, um, pretty horrible. Yeah, don't really brush their teeth very often. Sounds like the bouncers in Croydon. <laughs> Oh no! (laughs) This is going well off track. He's not wrong though. No, no. Do you know what? No, I don't think. I don't doubt that for a minute. Um, And they brandish the likes of pistols, snipers, assault rifles with grenades, etc. You need to kill a truckload of these to get through the chapters, along with other ones as well. And then you've got other larger enemies, boomers we've already discussed, reavers. Looks like a giant sort of flying flea. Oh, I hate those um, things. Yeah. Enormous, great big thing, tentacles behind it. Hideous, horrible things. Um, Actually, um, the shotgun with those, that worked really well. 
I'd okay. Say. Just shoot them out of the air, boom. That shoot was great. Yeah. They, don't, they, they don't take much damage, but they're quite difficult to get hold of. Especially yeah, there was that train level where they're everywhere. That's yeah. right. Yeah. You're on a train at one point, and they're literally flying alongside. And That's right, yeah. yeah, it is pretty tough to hit them. Reavers, we just talked about. Fine. You've got um, enemies such as the Corpser, which is like a giant armor-clad spider, and it's got like a kind of skull head on it. Um, it's horrendous. It it's horrendous. horrible. Um, and it's, um, yeah, that can just take you out of one swipe. And there's something called a Brumac, which is a huge building sized humanoid creature. It's got rocket launchers and, and a Gatling gun on it as well. Um, I'm not really doing it justice. It, it, they do look amazing. And there's also the Berserker. Remember the Berserker? Um, so it's essentially the female, it's a female locust. How these things procreate, I've got no yeah, idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't, that, know, you don't no, want to see I don't, that. I mean, no. this thing is, this thing is what? I mean, it's got to be what? 10, 12 feet tall. Oh, man. It's, it's got spikes all over it. It's like this huge, just imagine like a spike, spike clad wrestler, 12 foot high. <laughs> yeah, that was in the, the, the warehouse kind of level, wasn't it? I think it's like a greenhouse type the thing. Green, yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. one. Yeah, I remember now. Yeah. Find and me. it runs at you because it can't see, but it relies uh, on sound. So you have to use your dodging. Are you going to talk about the lights later and how you have to sort of dodge through? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Can, well, yeah. Not, well not, I'll, I'll let you, I'll let you illustrate if you want to. Absolutely. Okay. That's a good level, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you make me go off track now. Sorry, to me. See what you're doing to me. Yeah, my bad. Yeah. Jeez. But you got to work all the way through these, um, and there's a whole bunch of other enemies as well. Um, into chapter five, and at the end of that, you get to see General Ram, who is a particularly unsavoury character. Essentially, a huge uh, locust with. Um, I mean, how would you describe him? He's got like this enormous, like black jack collared jacket on, isn't he? Um, he just looks incredibly awful, like a white, pale, skullish gross face it's yeah. hard to explain he's quite he it's sounds like... like one of the goths in Croydon <laughs> <laughs> yeah we go to the ship right there no I don't know ooh shots fired <laughs> agent fired oh, shots no no no, no, no. I like brave. the ship I like the ship it's alright <laughs> you're getting um, brave yeah no it's a great enemy and I thought spoiler alert that was that was the, the, the big boss dead sort of thing. Mm. Well, this, this is the thing. It is a tough, it is a tough final boss, to be fair. <clears throat> we won't give away too many of the intricacies about how you fight him, but yeah, he, he appears at a couple of points during the game, um, and just basically squashes some of your other squad mates. Not your close squad, but your, the other, some of the other cog, um, and gears. So yeah, he, he's a bit of a nasty one. Um, so moving on, we've got obviously loads of modes, uh, in the game, primarily, Campaign and multiplayer. Yeah, 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 campaign we've kind of talked about. We've looked at the weapons and the enemies, that sort of stuff. Multiplayer on this was enormous. Yeah, it yeah, was I absolutely never massive. And it wasn't really supposed to be. Yeah, it was kind of the campaign was the, the first and foremost. That was the forefront. They were going for obviously the visuals, the mm. music, everything. But multiplayer was a massive success. Mm. <clears throat> it was a huge success. It's like, and it, it's like Goldeneye. That, that multiplayer wasn't, was only added on right at the end. Yeah. And so, mm-hmm. Not of an afterthought, but we'll, let's just add it on. And that, that's arguably the thing that people love the most about Goldeneye. Absolutely. And I mean, it, I mean, it had, it, just to give you a, a, an insight, it had four modes, Warzone, Execution, Assassination, and Annex. Annex was actually added later on in a, in a download. Um, but the first two are team deathmatch, essentially. Mm. Execution mm. requires you to finish off your opponent. You have to be actually close to them. Mm-hmm. So you can shoot them from way over and they'll go down, but your guns don't work if they go down. Gotcha. Um, oh, okay. So you have to actually be over there or you, you can chuck a grenade, of course, but you have to generally be close to them to, to, uh, to execute and assa- uh, assassination um, take out a designated enemy character and annex is holding an area kind of like headquarters slash etc etc hmm. so fans of the game will know that execution was the preferred mode um, and it had two teams against each other it was only 4v4 now for, for multiplayer kind of you know game I like that that sounds cool 
that was that was pretty small. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was good because it was tight mm-hmm. teams, smaller maps, mm-hmm. um, and it made for some pretty frantic action. Took uh, took place across a number of maps actually. Um, you had, but you only started with a, a, a generic loadout. This wasn't a case that you could you know select all different weapons and stuff. Mm-hmm. If you're a gear lancer, a nasher combo uh, or a hammer burst and nasher. If you're a locust, other weapons available, but you had to fight for them. Mm-hmm. So they were at drops around uh, the map. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes you had two. So you had like two bridges <clears throat> and you had a sniper on each or you only had one. And if you had one, well, you can imagine, can't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bit of uh, chaos going on. Um, so the aim was to down and execute your enemy by being close to them, completing a finisher. The pace was intense um, with several maps having tight areas and bottlenecks. Um, the match could be over literally within seconds sometimes. And I remember um, spending a lot of time basically crawling around on my hands and knees waiting for someone to revive me. So cover and <laughs> tactics using the campaign, you can use the multiplayer. So same feel from the campaign in the multiplayer, which is important because a lot of games now, very different. Mm-hmm. You, you have a different feel in the multiplayer than oh, you yeah. do to the campaign. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> so this is where the game differs to the likes of, we talked about Call of Duty or Unreal Tournament, where the player, you can run and gun. Run into a room like that, get loads That's of kills. That's more like my kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, you're not are you more of running gun guy. <laughs> no, no, half and half. I'll, I'll, put, I'll give my thoughts about gears at the end. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, and and I mean, on a personal note, I, I, I literally spent. Um, it must have been at least six months playing a uh, solid on multiplayer on gears, and I, I almost forgot what daylight was like. To be honest with you, it was. I, I spent so long on there. I tried to play multiplayer today, but no one would join me. So, oh. so waiting for players, waiting for players. Again, turning, I was like, no one wants to play with Arcade oh. Adrian. <laughs> I'll play with you. Maybe because I'm not on Game Pass. I don't know, I don't know what I was doing. I'm not sure. Jesus. I wasn't sure if I was connecting properly. Oh, you know what? Because Game Pass includes Xbox Live and all that yeah. business... Yeah, yeah, I don't think you would have been connected. It was trying to search there. for people. Yeah, it was probably didn't, <laughs> it probably didn't realise that you weren't. Here's on the world's smallest violin <laughs> just for no you. Play <laughs> so oh, I never played multiplayer. Bless you. <clears throat> yeah, so I, I was very much hooked on the on the multiplayer once I'd finished the campaign, which I played several times through because it was so good. So we've covered a hell of a lot there. Yeah. Mm. What did other people think of it? Yeah, what did the market think of it? What did the gamers and the magazines oh, they and the websites? They, they went ape for it. It was mad. Was it Xbox exclusive? Yes, yes. Mm. it was. It's never only on touched Xbox. the PlayStation. Never no. touched mm. the PlayStation, and probably never will. So there we go. Just might have played it recently. Right. Um, <laughs> so uh, upon the game's release in 2006, um, universal acclaim from critics <clears throat> and players alike who reveled in its dark and foreboding landscapes and immersive gameplay and soundtrack. Average gamer, uh, sorry, average scores across all reviews came in at 93.7 percent. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. That average is mad. of 93.7. Yeah, I mean. Wowzers, yeah. So some of the scores, um, <clears throat> I've done a bit of a mixed bag here because there were some that were slightly below that, but Eurogamer, 8 out of 10. Game mm. Informer, 9.5 out of wow. 10. Wow. GameSpot, uh, 9 out of 10. Mm-hmm. Games Radar, 10 out of 10. Mm. Wow. And IGN, I thought would have it slightly higher, but they've got an 8.8 out of 10. Uh, um, they like to be different. <laughs> yeah, they do have to be edgy. Yeah. <laughs> the only criticism of the game uh, came from some who said that the story was not as deep as they had hoped. Hello, did they play the game? Um, and that the game did not uh, reinvent anything or, or bring any firsts. 
Mm, that's a bit harsh. But in the same breath, those same critics praise the game for being visually stunning and an extremely well-presented and playable action shooter. So, <clears throat> I mean, I've read a lot on that. There's only a couple of lines in there. I've read a lot on the reception. And it's really weird how, like, with some games, you'll get a definite divide and you'll get some people that rave about mm. it, some people that are meh, etc. This was a case that the, the critics that were saying it wasn't as deep were the same mm. people saying that it's an amazing game. It was a, it's such a, like, if you get a minute to have a quick look at some of the, they're very strange because you've got people like saying, well, yeah, but it wasn't this. Oh my God, but it was amazing. Mm. Huh? Sorry? I suppose that's a critic's job, isn't it? To nitpick. Wow. Yeah, but straight up double standards. Yeah. I mean, who are we to judge? <laughs> that was, that was the only real criticism of the game. Everything else was, was everybody was uh, in, mm. in unison. Um, it's actually taken home stacks of awards as well. Uh, Games Critic Award for Best 360 Action Game, Best 360 Multiplayer Game, um, which it wasn't meant to be, but there we go, and Best Overall Multiplayer Experience. And it also won awards with IGN, GameSpy, and GameSpot. And it has won over 30 Game of the Year awards. I mean, that that's a lot. Impressive, yeah, thirty. That's games half like two awards. kind of numbers, if I remember correct. It, yeah. I mean, it's 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 big, um, you know. And but the thing is, you, you I'll talk about divides, but you'll get divides to this day because obviously PlayStation uh, kind of devout PlayStation. Yeah, what's players. the equivalent on PlayStation? Well, there really isn't. This is the yeah. thing. That's a good question. That's a good question. But no, it was one of the first games that I had on my 360, mm. and I loved it. Um, but that's yeah, for the I, socials, I isn't it? Ask them. What's, yeah, what was somebody? God, oh, that's was a it? really hmm. good question. Can't think of one. No, that's a good one, isn't it? Ages of so many games. The great question. I'm not sure it has a. Uh, don't try. I'm not like, sure it had a on the PS3. PS3. Yeah. There you uh, go. There must be a really we're not thinking of. There must be people out there that would have a good answer to Tag that. Tag us in the socials. Yeah. What was, do you think, an mm. equivalent of Gears? <laughs> Raid of God. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone, do you know what now? We're going to get inundated Rain with of hashtag God. Rain of God. I'll play it. I'll play it. The Rain of God. <laughs> Um, it sounds like something out of the Rain Jones. I don't know God. if you're going to mention it again, but it was it was so good looking. Like it was one of the, at the time it was mm. one of the best video games I'd ever seen oh, like, yeah. visually. Um, yeah, the the I mean it was praised as, as we said it was praised. I don't think anybody there. I don't think it was a single review that didn't yeah. have something fantastic to say about stunning. how it looked. Are you going to talk um, a little bit, James? Sorry to interrupt about the different levels how there's vehicles and there's those weird mine cr- char- um, um we can do that right now if you like well I just think it's quite That's clever how if, yeah 50, how about maybe 75% of the game is quite duck shoot yeah but it's broken up with different things isn't it there's that truck level where you're on the back of a truck you drive yeah. that and you're on that um, mine carts as well so level. you've got there's a, there's a number of, yeah there's a number of different ways of getting around sounds like he's talking about Resident Evil 4 it does sound like talking about Resident Evil 4 <laughs> and the yeah, girl that goes Leon Leon Marcus Marcus oh yeah. no but yeah but as you've just said yeah there's a number of different ways mm. there's different parts of different levels where yeah. you can get around in, in different transport but it's always with a bit of a, a challenge there's always something chasing you That's or right, something yeah. shooting at you or and again I, I'm pretty sure if memory serves there's there's still op, uh, opportunity to cover as well 
on the vehicle. You still have opportunity, like right. as in you, to use the environment. You know, there's a That's lot of stuff right, in yeah. the way, and you've got to get up ramps and everything like that. It just broke the gamut very well for it. It wasn't just all the same. It was a good little breather mm. in the chapters. Absolutely, Something a bit different. No, I liked it a lot. And on, the, on that note, you said earlier as well about um, there's a particular stage where you have um, you're in darkness essentially. It's in the evening, Boom. and you have to find your way from a particular you know point A to point B, <clears throat> and this is through a sort of a you know a deserted, broken part of the city. And at night, a certain uh, sort of darkness fills fills the skies, and it's known as the krill. Yeah, we're not talking krill as in fish. We're talking krill as in <laughs> these very strange, weird, bat-like almost like bat-bird-type kind of combos, yeah. yeah? And what they do is uh, they don't fly in any light. They can't survive in light. They mm. can only survive in darkness. And that includes artificial light as well. So unlike, you know, your vampires or whatever, the stories of, oh, can't go in the sunlight, these krill can't go in any basically light. any light. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you have uh, different routes that you can take, but there's different parts that have um, lit areas. <clears throat> you can either jump from these or you can, you know, f- find ways through buildings, etc. propane bottles. You, exactly. You can shoot explosives. You can use the environment as well um, to actually ward them off. Um, you can't defeat them. That's the thing. You can't defeat them per se. No. You can defeat bits of them and take some of them Too out. many of them. But, yeah, I mean, what what... You played that stage, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, it rips you to shreds. When you get ripped to shreds, like, what on earth? What have I done? I've done nothing wrong here. I'm mm. just walking down the alleyway. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a bit of a surprise. <laughs> it was a surprise. But then it's you're a right, bit like, like the alleyways in Croydon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I'm sorry, Croydon. I really am. <laughs> we, 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 live in, we love Croydon. I know. Time. It doesn't love sound it. like it. Though, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, so, Keith, do you remember the Creel level? I do, yeah. It's yeah. terrifying. It's, like, I, the first time that you yeah. stepped into the dark. What the hell happened? When did you play it then, Keith, on the 360? The 360. But, again, I haven't played it since. Have you completed it? I didn't finish it. I didn't finish it, so I'd be oh. to tell you how far I got. I know. Spent that £7. Pounds. Oh, no, you can't. Sorry. Yeah, oh, wow. Oh. oh, let's not stop that. Yeah. Oh. Let's not stop oh. No, no, oh, no. no. Oh. We, we love everyone. We love everyone. Yeah. Join me on the PC with a mouse Hashtag. and keyboard. <laughs> well, press C. <laughs> Space bar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's... There's, there's so many parts though that the sort of go oh I remember that bit as well mm. like fighting oh, the Brumac and you've got to get him into a certain position to fire the hammer at dawn and <laughs> you know sealing up the holes with grenades all that sort of stuff that's it, a, when we talk <clears throat> about old games that's a sign of a great one is where you can like all this time later you can go oh do you remember that bit do you remember mm. you know there's a good game and then there's a game like that that's memorable mm. I mean we we, we we talked I think off off mic about you know memorable moments in games yeah um, you know and there's so many in that mm. one um, because it's horrific it's fun but it's also visually stunning and you know are you going to talk about right at the ending right at the end credit bit well, can I do that are we allowed to do spoilers? Ooh. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Yeah, spoiler alert. Yeah. It's an old game. It's yeah. a retro game. Spoiler alert. Because <laughs> yeah. I, I, I didn't know um, Uncle Ram, whatever his name was. <laughs> General Ram. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wasn't sure that was the final Uncle boss. Uncle Ram. So I was a little bit confused. <laughs> oh, my God. God. Does he wear a trench coat come knocking at the door? <laughs> no, but I was a bit confused. Mum, <laughs> oh, it's Uncle Ram. <laughs> it's Uncle Ram. <laughs> Yeah, and great uncle Nemesis has come to join us, and he's brought the reign of God with him. Yeah, no, but I was—I I wasn't sure he was the final boss, so I killed him eventually. It wasn't yeah. easy. Yeah, took me a lot of life. So I tell you that for free. And then this—the the girl was flying the big cockroach. <laughs> so 
I, I mean, but the, I was going to going to mention later, but the the, the main um, the main sort of enemy is not, in fact, General Ram. He's your he's the kind of he's the kind of first game enemy. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the the whole point of taking out, as I mentioned it earlier, very briefly, but the whole point of taking out the the hollows and the and, and the whole base mm. was to get rid of the queen. Yeah, yeah. Which you don't do. Spoiler alert. They take the, this light mass bomb down there and it basically expl- uh, explodes and takes out loads of the locusts yeah, and all the different corpses and brewmates and everything. Um, but the idea is to take out the queen and obviously as much of the locusts as they can to, to cripple them. They don't take out the queen because at the end, very end of the game... She, she flies up on a big bug. She comes flying along on one of the reavers and she oh, basically yeah. she basically um, gets a bit peed off and says, right, that's it. Is she in part two then, I take it? Well, you left the paper on her. You do, you do see her again, yes. Um, but it, 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 it significantly moves forward in terms mm. of the types of enemy that you come up against because they evolve. Uh-huh. Um, they're also affected by the emulsion as well because obviously we, loads of places have found that in abundance <laughs> and the locusts then end up becoming even more horrific and horrendous and hard to beat throughout the different games, yeah? And the locusts themselves, another later-on spoiler, is um, that they actually um, are replaced um, by different types of of enemies. Mm. So it's not just the locusts Mm. that you're fighting against. Um, Could I ask you what your favourite Gears of War game is? It's... (sighs) That's a tricky one, because there's some good ones. It's got to be the first one. Mm Um, purely because of um, everything it does right mm-hmm. and yeah. the fact that it was just so replayable and mm. looked so good and all the guns and just the way you could interact with stuff. And then after that, they took everything they had and just kind of like put more of the same in it yeah, yeah, and yeah. did a bit more. I mean, two and three, I think th- I think three gets a little bit like um, the critics start to kind of get a little bit you know, yeah. on the fence. Yeah. Okay. Four so- brings it back. Um, I thought five was excellent. Five's the newest one. Um, I think that was 2019, I think, mm-hmm. in tail end of 2019, if I remember correctly. Um, and that's got a lot of different elements again. So you've got like a, um, like a, um, you're on the ice, basically on frozen lakes and landscape stuff, and you go along on like this big wind glider thing. No. And you've got to find different places um, that's not on the map. So you have to un- unlock the map yourself, which okay. is, which yeah. is not the usual no. kind of gears mm. thing. And you think, oh, is that kind of straying a bit far? I actually really liked it. Um, and there's a couple of guys, I know friend of the show, Andy, uh, Indy, and he, he was saying, to, he's a massive Gears fan. Mm. And he was saying to me that he didn't enjoy that as much. Mm. <clears throat> I was like, mm. okay, you know, well, fair enough. But yeah, I, th- I think, I think what they've done is really good. They haven't just yeah. like, they haven't tried to change everything. They've taken the flavor and then gone, okay, this works. Let's keep that. We'll add this, different multiplayer elements. And later on, they introduced something called the Horde, which mm-hmm. was, um, you could do, a, you could do single player, it was bloody hard. Or you did team based stuff where you have ever increasing levels and difficulty of enemies. Right. Okay. But you can build barricades, bases mm-hmm. and things like that. So yeah, lots of, um, lots and lots of insight to be able to, to, to do lots of different things. But I love the first one. But, uh, do you like Dill? Ever played it? Yeah, well, yeah. Gears. How much you played it? Mm. <laughs> so it's a funny thing, right? So Gears yeah, came, tell. Gears came packed in with my Xbox when I got it in two thousand and eight. So it was still a couple. It was a couple of years old. Um, I played, I think, maybe the first three, four missions, three, mm-hmm. four, five missions, and it was just a bit much. I was like. Oh man, I just like I had on the easiest difficulties. I think because you know me, I like a baby mode. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like, wrong with that. And I was like, I just wasn't playing it right. 
like you say, like you just can't go running into it. Mm-hmm. And I was just getting killed all the time. And it was just, just, it was just relentless. Like mm-hmm. these guys just coming, these locusts are coming again and again and again. I was like, this is too much. <laughs> so I stuck it on. It was still running pretty high, like cost wise. So I was just like, oh, you know, just stick it on eBay. Get 20, 30 quid back on the price uh, that, you know, I paid on the 360. And then, haven't picked it up until this week. Man, I needed to sit down. But I was starting <laughs> playing. You even, you even messaged but to I say, I need to sit down. Exactly, but I started by playing, and playing it properly. Not dying as much. Flanking, you know, using, <laughs> using the scenery a bit more. I think it's, I've learned a bit from The Last of Us. When the first, the, the first time I played The Last of Us, I just died all the time. I hated the stealth. Blah. Right, but then I played it again. <laughs> did it properly. Mm. Got okay, use cover and going mm. around. Okay, this is where it's going. Da, 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 da. And I think Last of Us has obviously picked up a lot from Gears as to how you kind yeah, of move around. Just stealth and, and cover, yeah. yeah. So then now it's like, well, yeah, I'll just keep playing it, even though we've done the podcast now, I'll still keep playing it. So, yeah, I've got Game Pass. <coughs> so I can play all oh, of them. oh my god, <laughs> okay, so I'm sponsored by Game Pass. Dylan, sponsored by Game Pass. Yeah, <laughs> I wish we were. <laughs> How, how much more water can we wring out of this towel, yeah. honestly? I mean, it, it must be bone dry right now. And we're, we're just, honestly. Why so, can't you jump in it? That's what I want to know. You no, can't, you can't, no, you can't no. jump. But then can you jump in Doom? Can you jump yeah, in... Yeah, you can jump in Can you Doom. jump in Resident Evil? Can you jump in... Do you need to? Well, well, well... Well, you can... You can jump. You can jump over kind of stuff. Well, you can do like you a can vault. You, you can, can do like... Vault. Yeah, you can Some manage all vaults. Vault, and you can do like a, like a jumping roll. Which you hardly leave the floor. Little bit of unknown <laughs> trivia here. I know you for a fact, Mr. Adrian Wallet, back in school used to be able to do one of these. Yeah, because yeah. I started <laughs> literally. Yeah. I remember seeing this and I was blown away. You could have, go on, yeah, lots you of do? people in a ball just like that on the floor, and I could sort of jump over a lot of people. We did that at Jiu Jitsu, I was pretty good at it. I, I, when, when you did it, I was like, What is this? <laughs> like ninja stuff. And he would literally jump forward. Like, the trick then, is, well, how many people not can high you jump distance? Over? I. I Maybe five or six people. Like length, though. He can, f- like, literally fly. <laughs> and he did a roll. I mean, that was part of my jiu-jitsu training. Give me that flying and rolling. Hey, I'm going to sign up. So there you go. Where, where do I sign up? up. <laughs> yeah, so, all right, fair enough. You can kind of do the jiu-jitsu roll. I'll give him that. So you, your feet leave the ground. So you can jump. Yeah, but that's the whole point. <laughs> Only a little bit. Only a little bit. Yeah. All right. But you. you but what, you, you, what do you want him to do, though? Do you jump want to, like, jump like Mario? Like, no, but you don't. You don't need to. With all their armour and guns. Yeah, I suppose. Well, no, again, but you can. Because if there's a platform higher than where you are, you, you take cover behind it, and then you can literally do a, do a little parkour move up over it, can't you? Oh, I didn't know how to do that. So. <laughs> what button on the keyboard is it? <laughs> just, just press C and see what happens. Seven. Seven. <laughs> Seven. <laughs> you have to uninstall. <laughs> Jay, you have to enter. <laughs> oh, no, man. that's the rain of God. Anyway. Anyway. We get us back on track. So, we come to the legacy, yeah? Um, legacy, success yeah. at launch. We know this already. Um, so, the pro- prospect of a few sequels are never far away. We've already talked about that. Now, we jumped the gun a little bit, but hey. So, as at uh, February 2022, uh, we have five Gears of War uh, titles in the main franchise. We've got two prequels, Gears of War Judgment, and one for Dylan, Gears Tactics. <laughs> <laughs> I do love Gears of War. Gears Tactics. <laughs> 
see what I mean? oh, I just saved it for you. The ultimate version of the original game, uh, which was a remaster, uh, hit shelves in 2015 indeed, Adrian. Well done. Mm, there you go. Well um, done. For the Xbox One, and has since been released on the PC. Now, with the PC One, yes, indeed, there were some updates, tweaks, etc. Remastered content. Better graphics? Must have, I, um, played the I don't think there was a huge amount done on the graphics. It was already a, like a remastered version, but okay. I think it was there was a little bit around the gameplay, what was included... Um, and how kind of true it was to the original, but just a, a kind of a sharpened up yeah, yeah. version of, yeah. It looks stunning, <clears> I have to say. The game looks yeah, absolutely stunning. Yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy, some of the uh, landscapes on there. Um, in addition, there have been several adaptations for books and comics released as well, mm. actually, which you can uh, buy and collect. I think some of them, some of the earlier versions are actually quite collectible as well. Oh, good, yeah. good price. Um, Gears also enjoys a large online multiplayer following across all the game modes, um, and a lot of the old maps always get thumbs up from, from the gamers. Loads of old favourites on there. So, we come to the important question. How much did it sell? How many units did it sell? So, there's actually a bit of debate around this, um, mm. partly due to studios you know, being a bit guarded sometimes. Mm. They don't always just go, here's the sales numbers. Yeah. No. Um, but look, also because of a lot of other factors in the mix. So, for example, Game Pass <laughs> <laughs> on Xbox was introduced um, alongside an already popular Xbox Store digital option uh, for obtaining and playing games, which put a very different spin on buying a game. Mm, yeah. It wasn't just go to a store and, you know, buy your disc, etc. It was a download. So it made it a bit more difficult to pinpoint exact sales figures because I think the studio, again, were a bit hazy on it. However... Um, looked at some uh, market analyst data and coupled it with some of Microsoft's figures. Um, and it tells us that the first instalment grossed a total of over 6 million units. Wow. Uh, that was just the first the first one. That's yes. impressive. Um, the sequels all fared very similarly between 4 to 6 million. That's, and now, if you think about that, I, I, I just looked at that when I wrote it and I thought, oh, okay, cool. That's really hard to do. Mm-hmm. That's really hard, especially the second game. Yeah. Um, and that's really quite good for, mm. for sequels. Um, and that's even with, uh, I think number, number three is where they, it was a good game. Um, I think they, they maybe tried a bit too hard on the story. Um, and, 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 but the, the sales numbers were still there, you know, still a faithful there. Um, and total sales, we've got around about 32 million units. Oh. The whole series. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, it, it's a big, it's big, yeah. And this is only one platform. And mm. Imagine if it was available. Yeah. yeah, if it was on PlayStation, it would have doubled that. You would think. You know, yeah. I, I mean, they've they've done a cracking job with it, and thirty two mil just on Xbox. You know, and these numbers, these numbers are these aren't really new numbers. You know, these are sort of pre PC yeah. uh, downloads, and I know for a fact that it had a bit of a revival when it came out on PC, and uh, mm. um, Xbox are once again, you know, pushing it as a as a franchise. Mm. Um, Gears 5 gets mentioned all the time on, on various, you know, bits and pieces. So, yeah, it, it's a, it's a big old, um, it's a big old fish. So, well done to all those involved. I think it's a big old on. krill, you could say. Uh, <laughs> krill's not a fish. Well, okay. Krill's a fish in this world, not in the Gears world. That's yeah, a that's, burn. that was a joke. Yeah. <laughs> dear, oh dear. <laughs> right. Wouldn't be, uh, we, we're going to get to your favourite bit in a minute, Age of Mission, back at back of the box. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but before we do, I've got a little bit of trivia for you, because I know you like your trivia. I love it. I love it. Like it. So, the Lancer, we talked about that, it nearly didn't make it into the game. So, Cliff, Cliff Blazinski had mooted the idea for years prior to release, but it received mixed reactions. So, he pressed on with it, 
um, and with his producers and writers, the Lancer made it into the game. And I, I've got to be honest, I thank my lucky stars and him that it actually made it into the game because it is a, it is a cracking weapon, but it nearly wasn't in there at all. Right. I think as we, we mentioned earlier, Delta squad, um, were never meant to be so physically enormous. Oh, they now, are. They now, are big. <clears throat> now, yeah, just step <laughs> back to how big the characters yeah, are. Yeah, they look yeah. like they're all wrestlers. Yeah. Wearing armour. They, yeah. they are enormous. Yeah, they, yeah. They've got, <laughs> they're not great at stealth. Hide behind that pillar. But you can see my pillar. You've become the pillar. <laughs> These guys are ripped. Yeah. They are enormous. Yeah. And yeah. it's almost a little bit, bit comedic. Cartoony. Yeah. But... Like they, they still manage to keep it kind of realistic because yeah. yes, they do look massive, but mm. they look kind of all right. Um, I think if they'd gone any more, they'd probably, yeah, it would yeah. have been totally stupid. Um, but there's a funny little, um, story about this. So Cliff Bazinski laid out his vision for the main characters and their physique. Um, and, but it, but it was, uh, he was actually absent from the studio when the composition and rendering took place <laughs> and the developers actually just went ahead and made them massive. <laughs> so are just like, oh, okay, and, fine. Yeah, that, and apparently he's got a really good sense of humour. Well, you'd need to have, wouldn't you? Because mm. you come in and go, you're fired. Yeah, because I don't like the character. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but yeah, left I'm pretty door. sure Ken Levine would have fired and that would have been that. that would have been <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, Cliff, if you're listening, please come on our podcast. Look on Cliff. Yeah, Cliff, we love tell you. us what happened. <laughs> What were the conversations? Yeah. Would be nice to you, but <laughs> I mean, he yeah, he he took it in good stead, and he and he had a really good sense of humour and said, oh, "Okay, then, you know, let's go with you, your big butch Coltrane or whatever." Um, <laughs> but but yeah. it does work in the game, and it does you know, work. It's kind of just part of the image of the game now. When you think of Gears of War, you, you think just of think them. of heavy duty, yeah. big yeah. kind of nothing's light about it. Mm. Nothing's kind of skimpy about it, which is good. Um, the Locust at one point in time were going to be called the Geist. Uh, the team wanted to convey a mythical feel to the enemy with a name that literally means ghost. Um, the problem, uh, a studio called N-Space. No. Never heard of them. Uh, they had a title in late 2005, uh, which was called Geist. Oh. <laughs> um, obviously, bit of conflict of interest, yeah. perhaps. Um, and Epic thought that this was too close. Um, and they changed it. Um, and I thought... It's funny because you have the name Locust and you think of locusts, but once you've gone through the game like fully, you sort of... It works though because you it, think yeah. of a swarm of locusts as well yeah, and it's do. just like these constant swarm of enemies, so it kind of works. Yeah, and you know, funnily enough, right. late, in later games, the, the, the locusts are actually replaced by the swarm. No, they they're actually called the swarm. Yeah. So they're they're similar looking, but um, even harder to kill. To be fair, um, so yeah, they they mm. didn't want it to be too close, <clears throat> so they ditched the idea. And they, they changed the name that we all love, know and love today. Adrian, it's your favourite bit. Back, Back of the, the box. box. Does anyone know what it is? This is a hard one to find. I actually had to get <laughs> the back of the box. I had to, <laughs> you actually get, physically had to, <laughs> I had to dig it out and copy it, yeah. Um, so, <clears throat> a nightmare from below, a hero from within. So the planet lies in ruin, cities crumbling, man's greatest works fallen. Humanity is cornered, nowhere to run. The locust horde has risen and they won't stop coming. They won't stop killing. The coalition is desperate for soldiers. The sick, the wounded, the imprisoned are all that remain. An inmate named Marcus Phoenix, once left to die, is now charged with keeping humanity alive. He can take comfort in but one fact. The human race isn't extinct yet. yet. Dot, dot, dot. Nice. And there we go. But so... Overall thoughts, chaps. Yeah. Overall thoughts of your experience. Um, and you know, we've all heard of when you played it. Mm. 
And it's quite nice, actually, because, Keith, yours is, like, way back when. 15 years ago, um, yeah. But what's nice is that you remember an awful lot about it. You know? I really so, want to play it now as well. You know, I watched a couple of videos yeah. just before the podcast, and it, it did strike me again how good-looking it is and how it's held up, the original game on the yeah. Xbox. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I'm going to have to steal my 360 back off my son just so I can play yeah. <laughs> yeah. it. It, it, it does. I mean, writing this did, did make me, yeah. um, again kind of and my, I hadn't played it even that long ago mm. um, and it made me sort of go oh yeah really got to get this out again yeah. and have another go because it's it's just so good yeah I regret not sort of sticking with it at the time I don't know why I didn't finish it I, I like the reloading as well ah yes um, <laughs> yeah, I can post I probably forgot to read that bit amazing <laughs> thanks Dylan um, yeah so it's different how does it work because you basically you have to kind of get the little cursor thing in the sweet spot Otherwise, if you miss it completely, he like starts like not mum- not swearing but mumbling. Oh, what the hell's going on? <laughs> yeah. you, can't, you can't laugh with it. It's God really damn. funny. No, it's really funny. Like it does add another element to it. I do I do quite like that. And obviously, when you get it bang on there, it just goes That's straight in your gun. Really it's like a bit yeah. in Mario Kart. If you get the rev right, oh, 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 then the you shoot off. Yeah, yeah. 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 similar feel. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it increases the the um, it increases the power of your bullets. Does it? Do that it, as does, well? it does. It oh. does. You just reminded me of that. you. Yeah, go, go on. Well, I was going to say, I've got a good idea for another spin-off game. Forget tactics. Gears of War kart game. <laughs> Gears, Gears of War kart. <laughs> Gears of kart. Carts of war. <laughs> I'll play it. Reign of God Can you imagine kart. General Ram? Like, <laughs> no, <laughs> Uncle Ram. Uncle Ram. <laughs> Uncle Ram. Yeah, yeah unlockable character. <laughs> but yeah, that's a, that's, a, that's, a, that's a good one to point out. Yeah, the active reloads. <laughs> and if you get it wrong, you're stuck banging your gun on the thing. It's so funny. <laughs> it's so and, it's uh, so funny and terrifying at the same time. Yeah, because yeah, if you <laughs> don't hit it and you need to hit it, then, yeah. oh God, he's coming after me. Yeah. And you have to run and then you have to try and reload again. So, um, But yeah. Enjoy it, like it, Dil. Yeah, I'm definitely going to play, keep playing it. Yeah, and go through the series. Yeah, definitely. nice. It, I think, I think it, it gets, it gets even kind of darker and whatever towards yeah. as you get towards the end. It but. is one of these games. It is that kind of genre that I have to put down for a while and then go back to it. Yeah. So fresh eyes, like like Halo Infinite. I don't know, a lot of people are like raving up about it. It was a bit much for me because they just come at you like it's just <laughs> it's just re- relentless. So after these games, play a couple of missions. Have a cup of tea. Have a biscuit. <laughs> have a sit down. Even though you sit down already. <laughs> maybe watch some. Maybe watch some countdown. And then, countdown. You know. And then just get back to it. You know, it's one of those things. Just okay. one of those. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, feel, I feel you. I feel you. Take a bit of a rest. <laughs> yeah. Fair play. Age. Oh, if you ever get struck down with COVID and you have to stay at home. And you're not going to work. COVID you would recommend and you COVID haze. I, I, I want to. I had some time on my hands. We were, I wasn't allowed to leave the house. James wants to do a podcast on this game. Well, I'll try and get it. Give it a go. So I downloaded it. I love the way you're so badly underselling this. <laughs> I'm giving it a whirl. And actually, I was engrossed, I have to say. And like I said, I, I was like, I mainly played it when everyone was asleep. But I was like, you, you finished know. it quite quickly. I did. I, I yeah, smashed it. Well, really it. Wasn't allowed to leave my house, was I? So no, I was allowed to do much choice. <laughs> you and Uncle Ram all cozied up. Yeah. No, I, I, did, I pre-completed it in about five or six days. I played it quite a, a few hours each day, really. Mm. Smashed it out. But I couldn't see Gears of War 2 on my Xbox thingy, game thingy. So I don't know if it's there on the shop. I Maybe if you had Game Pass. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my no, God. No, I'm going to say it. But I could buy Gears 4 and 5, You joke, but yes, if you did have Game Pass. <laughs> <laughs> we should be getting some kind of royalty yeah, yeah, for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, well, well, I liked it a lot. I have to say, I, was, I, I didn't know what to expect. I thought it would be a bit more guns blazing and maybe not... Maybe a little bit more silly, but actually there was a, some very interesting elements. I thought... Well, that's pretty clever. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, did it feel, yeah. hey, as you're, you're playing it for the first time, like all this time after it was originally released, did it feel dated in any no, way? No, no way. No. If anything, it felt mm. quite fresh, actually. No. Yeah. That's a tough... Yeah, same. When I'm playing, yeah. I was playing the <coughs> Xbox 360 version mm. and it looks great Still feels in fresh. HD and stuff and, yeah. Yeah, I need to be, need to play it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not an easy feat to be fair. No, it's um, not. And it's and it, well, we've got both sides of the coin. You know, we've got you. You played it 15 years ago. Mm. You've played it what 15 minutes ago? Yeah, 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 yeah. And you know, we, we, we you're both saying the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> it's testament to how good that is. But um, you know, yeah, if anyone's anyone's got any other opinions on it, you, they want to talk. You know, Uncle Ram. You know, uh, Rain <laughs> of God. Uh, anything like that. But yeah. Uh, you know, we we asked about what what's a PlayStation equivalent. You know, you know, yeah. throw us some suggestions. Um, any other sort of trivia that you've got? Any other sort of experiences of playing the game? Stuff like that. Throw you know. And if your name's Cliff Belinsky, and if your name's Cliff Belinsky, hit us up. Let us know. We'd love. Come on, Cliff, please, please, please. <laughs> Anyone who knows him, yeah, let him know. Tag him in. Great guy. Love him to pieces. <laughs> but um, yeah, it'd be great. So. But uh, for until the next time, I think that's a wrap, gentlemen. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We really hope you enjoyed it. You can tweet us at Arcade Attack UK. We're also on Facebook at facebook.com slash Arcade Attack UK. Check out our website at arcadeattack.co.uk for lots more retro gaming goodness and to delve into our archives. Our podcasts are also available on Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, YouTube and Apple Podcasts. Please leave us a review and a rating, we'd really appreciate it. If you'd like to support Arcade Attack, please check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash arcadeattack, which will give you access to exclusive podcasts, interviews and other bonus content. So, until next time, take care and we'll speak to you soon.